Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is Derek Roddy. He is a husband, father, director of evangelization and discipleship at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Jackson, Tennessee. He's also the author of A Life of Conversion, Meeting Christ in the Gospels. And today we're going to talk about a recent article that just came out in the Catholic Register called Today, uh, called The Natural Law and Moral Virtues Bring Independence from Tyranny. Derek, thanks for joining us today. Ah, Thank you for having me, Deacon Jeff. So it's interesting. I I read read your article because you had said in the article you were reading the Declaration of Independence, and I mentioned off air I was reading the Constitution and just looking at some of our founding documents and Uh, You really bring out important points when you look at the Declaration of Independence. But one of the things that really stuck to me is, you know, we know Thomas Jefferson was a deist and they had different thoughts of what God was. Some of the the people that put together direct Declaration of Independence. Yet we have Catholic leadership today that have no idea and couldn't even think along the lines of natural law and moral virtues. Right. It's all about relativism and doing, you know, everything against moral law. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I, 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 you know, I was reading some of the comments on, uh, you know, on social media about this, uh, about this article and which I probably, you know, I usually don't do and probably shouldn't do, but, uh, you know, that, that was one of the things that came out is, you know, why, why, why is, why are we referencing Jefferson? Why are we, you know, and and I I want to make clear that I didn't mean to you know I- imply in any way that we, you know, as 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 Catholics and Catholic intellectuals have a a lot in common with uh, with Thomas Jefferson's thought, but it was merely about this this one piece of you know Jefferson and and others coming from this Enlightenment milieu that you know did have a focus, albeit a little skewed, did have a focus on this natural law. Um, you know, deism, you know, basically means that, uh, you know, there is a creator, uh, a divine mind who created the cosmos, but uh, that creator winds it up like a watchmaker winds up a watch and, and lets it go. You know, there there is no personal relationship. And that's where the, um, the, the, the largest difference is, obviously. But I like your point about, you know, leadership today, not understanding you know, the, the foundation of natural law, I'm actually in the process of writing another book on, on Fulton Sheen and American culture and drawing these connections from these really significant cultural thinkers in the, in the secular realm. And there, you know, several of them, their whole mission was to undermine the foundation of the natural law and, and moral truth, right? So that it is all focused on rel- relativism and whatever the person feels, right? And that's, I mean, that's where our culture has has come. That's where our culture resides now. Well, and you even mentioned Sheen in the book, right? I think there's a quote towards the end, talk something about, you know, not being deceived by slogans about democracy, right? But it's really, it's like an heirloom, which, you know, once possessed needs to be preserved. And what we're seeing in our world today is trying to destroy democracy. You know, it's interesting when you read the Declaration of Independence and you point out, you know, natural law is like the very first thing that's brought up. And then there's the virtues of prudence and justice that we'll get into. Uh, we live in a we live in a world now where people 
really, if you look at our government, almost almost fits to a T what we're seeing, the reasons why the states, the colonies broke away from England because of this tyranny that was taking place, because we've lost our our ability to understand independence and, you know, us being uh, gifts of the creator, haven't we? Absolutely. You know, we, we live in a, uh, a new age of tyranny, right? The tyranny is, um, uh, you know, as, as Pope Emeritus Benedict called it, the, the dictatorship of relativism, right? It's, you know, the, the I, right. And, and Sigmund Freud, for example, is one of the, the, the most deeply influential, um, personalities of, of modernity, not for the good, but you know, he, you know, it was, it was focused on the, the id and the ego, right? This, this whole, this whole idea of a, of a super ego that, that governs me and tells me how I should act is, uh, is, is discarded or at least inverted, right? That, that I am the, uh, the supreme arbiter of what should be. And that's basically because of my, um, my, my passions and my, my itches, right? If it itches, I got to scratch it. And, um, you know, that of course is, is completely, you know, upside down from, from the natural law theory and, and the, the classical tradition of the church. Well, you know, anytime me, myself, and I are my three favorite people, you know, bad things are coming next. And that's really <laughs> exactly you know, the focus of people today. It's all about us. But when you talk about tyranny, you know, you can look at, you know, what's going on with the COVID thing for the last two years, right? The mandates, the masks, the forcing of shots, all these, all these dictatorship type uh, rules that were put into place, right? We have the Great Reset where the United States is participating and trying to create one world order. We really, we really see this tyranny because there really is no understanding of natural law, which is, you know, what is a thing and what is it made for? And it's all tied to our creator. And then virtues, right? Moral virtues should be foundational and those are being exploded, aren't they? Uh, Absolutely. There, there is, um, you know, there is no, especially in education, right? Um, education is a, a real foundation for, for culture. And, you know, ed, in education, there is no, you know, uh, purveying of, of virtue or virtue theory, right? In, instead, what's been replaced or what has replaced uh, the theory of virtue is values, right? Well, values are, are relative, Virtues are are objective. They are you know they are solid. They aren't changing. Whereas values change from culture to culture and family to family and right and and so that's been one of the great uh, you know little magic tricks that modernity has has played the old switcheroo of you know it sounds kind of similar but uh, you know if 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 uh, if I can just you know get it to to, to be focused on values instead of virtues, well, then it becomes nothing other than the will to power. My my vision, my values are stronger than your values, and therefore I win, right? And and you know that's what we see a lot in the um, you know the last two years with with COVID mandates, et cetera, right? Who who has the power to tell us what is true or isn't true? And and look what's happened in the last you know, let's say three months to six months with, you know, all the data that has now come out about those previous two years that, you know, we, we were lied to by and large by people in power. 
Well, and you talk, yeah, and you talk about education, right? Education, instead of that, we now call it indoctrination of our children. We see whether it's mm-hmm. transgender ideology, drag queens, of all this sexualization of our children. There really is a nefarious uh, element going on there. And I think, you know, you, you bring out a good point when you read the article um, that, you know, if you're Catholic and you read this article, there are many ties that should bring out to us that our our country was founded on these same moral uh, values that we should be living our life with each and every day. And unfortunately, way too many Catholics don't live that way and, and probably wouldn't even recognize what you're writing about when you write in the, about this Declaration of Independence. Right, right. I mean, you're yeah, in, you're, I, in uh, you're in evangelization and discipleship. You know, it, it, how much of a challenge is it to get Catholics to understand that we are the church militant and we have to live these values if we're going to be, expect our government to to honor them? Yeah, no, it, it, you nail on the head there, Deacon Jeff. Um, you know, what I see in my work is, you know, um, a, a very and this, of course, is it's the product of education it's the product of a culture where there's a disconnect between you know i i can't you know the what what we think is is patriotic or what is patriotic about america and the the virtue of patriotism which is a you know a, a quite a different thing you know patriotism is a virtue within the set of of moral virtues um that that loves country loves you know the the people of the country and loves the you know the vision of the country but is not afraid to uh you know is not afraid to call out what's what's wrong with the country um and and do practical things about it and not just say the pledge of allegiance because that you know that that in and of itself the pledge of allegiance was actually a um a tactic of the progressives in the early 20th century to build a, a religion of state instead of a religion of, of God, right. A religion directed toward God. And, and so, uh, you know, we, we, we have to, we have to have the foundation of the virtues, um, an understanding of the virtues. And, and then we have to, you know, to, to peel away kind of these things that, that have been added after the fact and say, what, what is the essence of what Jesus Christ gave to us? And, and I'll tell you in my work, that's a, that's a challenge because we've got good, you know, America, you know, people who love their country and people who love their faith. And, you know, but when it gets down to, you know, talking about how these things go together, there's, there, there, it can be a challenge to, to, to help them to see what the church, the vision of the church for patriotism. Well, and I think you did a really good job with the article because you talk about, maybe we can talk a little bit about prudence, right? That, that cardinal virtue. Um, what was brought up in the, in the declaration and how can that, you know, how can people embrace that gift that we should have and that virtue of prudence in our own lives? Right. So, you know, um, Jefferson, you know, basically said, you know, prudence requires us to make this declaration based on what's gone on in England, right? Or what's gone on in the relationship between the monarch and parliament and the, and the colonies. 
you know, so prudence, according to the the, the Catholic moral uh, theory and theology, is the is what Thomas Aquinas called the charioteer of the virtues. Means, you know, if you think about what a charioteer does with a chariot and a team of horses, the charioteer is the one who directs the the team of horses and tells it where to go and and moves the um the the bit and bridle just just slightly to 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 take the team another way and then of course sometimes has to you know give the give the lash to the horses to to get them to go faster okay so that's what a charioteer does so prudence is the virtue that does that for us in our moral life to all the other virtues um you know prudence is not just conniving like sitting back and making a plan of you know how's this going to go and how's it going to work out well for me no prudence is is what um tells us what is the right thing to do but then the right way to do it as well um you know those two things always go hand in hand in in catholic moral theory it's not just what to do but it's the right way to do it and i can tell you you know, from married life or from work life or from, you know, any other um, number of, of ways, you know, I've, I I know the right thing and I say the true thing, but I don't always do it in the right way or the way that, you know, is, is based in charity, right? So it, you know, ultimately that is is not a fully good act when I don't have the virtue of prudence working, right? I, again, I might do the right thing, but do it in the wrong way. And that, that can compromise our, you know, our ability to, to share the gospel. Well, and I think to your point, right, prudence or any virtue, if it's not rooted and based in Christ, it's going to go off the rails. It just becomes a word and not a way of living or the right way of living. And so I think it's important, you know, to remind ourselves that, it is prudent. And and when you read the Declaration of Independence, it's not like he gives like one or two examples of stuff that's going on. Right. This is a whole litany right. of things that they're having right. to deal with 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 the king of England. And, and one that, you know, really struck me that, uh, you know, really addresses our time today is he has excited domestic insurrections among us. I mean, if that mm-hmm. doesn't speak yeah. to what's yeah. going on in. You know, with Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the riots, you know, the people going crazy over the Supreme Court Dobbs decision. It really yeah. is. And we have a government now that that is exciting these insurrections. As a matter of fact, not even enforcing the laws to protect people from these insurrections. Right. Yeah. I, you know, reading back through over that document, the declaration over the last uh, the last couple of years, it is it's it's really uh kind of eye-popping to to see connections like that that are uh, you know are, aren't a far i mean we're not doing mental gymnastics here and as i said we are living in a, a new age of tyranny it's a it's it's not a monarch monarchical tyranny it's a again a tyranny of of relativism the dictatorship of of secular modernity and i i actually wrote another article uh, a year ago, something like that. It was published in uh, the St. Austin Review, and it was on, you know, what would Fulton Sheen basically say about the um, the riots of 2020? You know, that summer of 2020. How would he how would he have responded to that? And you know, um, it, it, it you see again just with with Sheen and virtue and 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 these both of these themes that you know what America has lost is its 
understanding and its foundation on the natural law. Right. And I mean, if, and, and natural law is rooted, in, again, in Christ. And if we don't mm-hmm. understand why we were made or what we were made for, then we're like somebody who picks up a gun and just shoots without aiming, right? It's, it could go anywhere. And the chances of it going where you want it to go are slim and none. And so to, to ignore natural law slash moral law, then you, you have no foundation and you're just, you're just kind of flailing and are going to go whichever the wind blows, right? Absolutely. And, and, you know, there, there are so many expressions of that in our culture, everything from education to, to media, right. Whether it be, uh, you know, television media or, or social media, um, to, to even, even the family, right. The, you know, and, and John Paul II said it as, as the family goes, so goes the world. And, you know, um, I was just, uh, again, working on this book project, um, this, this next book pro- project. And, um, I'm not sure if you're, you or the audience are familiar with a, a, a psychologist named BF Skinner, BF Skinner, um, wrote a really influential again not not in a good way book called walden Two, where he's setting up this utopian society and one of the foundations of this utopian society was there's no place for the family the state is the family that the school is the family right and and think about what what we've seen over the last two years where you know school systems and and teacher unions are trying to take control of the children away from from their parents I, you know again they're they're just all these connections that are swirling in our world today and to your point you know i i, I love the quote from t.s Eliot um in one of his poems says jesus christ is the still point in our turning world right he's the only solid you know stable presence that 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 is available and possible, right? Anything outside of that is going to, like you said, take us off the rails or leave us shaky at best. And, you know, I think, you know, we, as you were talking about family, right? You can't overemphasize the attack on family, whether it's marriage, what's going on with our children, as you said, what's going on in schools, all these things are happening, but it really is, and I think your article can help bring people back to why this country is created, but also what we are called to do as parents, right? We are called to root our kids in Christ and be able to talk about these natural laws, these moral laws, and they, they do live in a great country. I mean, it's not a country without flaws, but good grief, if you're going to do nothing but pick and gripe and hate then you're going to end up hating your country. I don't know if you saw the clip of these little children in, in I think it was Minnesota, went up to these cops. Mm-hmm. They were in diapers, mm-hmm. cursing at them, hitting them, yelling at them. I mean, yeah. that is something that they got from their parents. And if we want exactly. to change this world around, it starts in our family, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And again, my wife and I go back to that quote from John Paul II so frequently as the family goes, so goes the world. You know, um, the family is the, um, you know, the basic unit of society. And as the basic unit of society is the basic unit of culture. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the domestic church. So as the family goes, so goes the church. And, and, you know, if we're going to reclaim our church, if we're going to reclaim our ability to evangelize the world, um, it has to start with the family. 
Well, and if we hear life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Life only comes within a family, right? If we want that mm-hmm. liberty and we want that pursuit of happiness, it starts with us educating our kids grounded in natural law, moral law, but teaching them the truth about the world, what's going on, how our country was created, and, and how to live our lives. Right? What's the old saying? If you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Uh, we as parents have a responsibility to teach them the faith and teach them what life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness really means. It's not uh, anarchy, do whatever you want, because I have this free will to do whatever I want. It's the free will to do what you ought to do, right? Right, right. Yeah, and that's a that's a, a really, again, another uh, sleight of hand that our, our modern world has has, um, you know, played on us is the, the definition of freedom, right? For, for, for secular modernity, the definition of freedom is license. I do whatever I want. And you remember as, as kids, right? We, we would say something on the playground and, you know, we'd, we'd get called out on it. And then we'd, what would we say? We'd say, it's free country. I can say what I want, right? Well, that's, that's absolutely not the true definition of freedom, right? Or, you know, um, the, again, like you said, the, the, de- the true definition of freedom is the ability the, to do what we ought without constraint. And, you know, again, we see in, in the power structures of our country and our Western culture today, you know, um, people and entities that are robbing us of the ability to even do what we ought. If, you know, vaccine mandates are, are the norm and, you know, we, we are having our children taken away from us in, in the way of being primary educators, right? Those kinds of things we're we're being robbed of that ability to do what we ought. Well, and, you know, I think the other thing that comes to mind when you read the article and, you know, the importance of tying it into our Christian faith is people died for this. Right. People died to defend this country. People died for our Constitution. I mean, we've had, you know, hundreds of, you know, how many thousands of people died in wars defending our liberty and the pursuit of happiness and even our military. My son actually just got out of the the army just within the last month because he couldn't take being told that he's a white race. He's a racist because he's white. And that our biggest concern is climate control and gender ideology. They, they've lost their focus and they really are doing a disservice to the people who want to defend this country. And I think your article should bring that out of people. It should bring pride, not resentment. And unfortunately, we have leadership that that resents how we were created, why we were created. And instead of trying to talk about you know, the good things, all we do is focus on the negative and it really has put a damper in this world, hasn't it? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah. I listen to, uh, a, a lot of, a lot of news and, you know, hear these, hear these developments. And I just, I, I shake my head and the, you know, the reality Deacon Jeff is that, you know, there, there's, there's, if, if that is the, if that is the trajectory, if that is what has come about, um, then there's not going to be a country not to defend, but even worth defending, right? And yep. and and again, that is a, a a movement of secular modernity that would say, well, you know, it it it's all just you know, it's all just um, you know, uh, ethnic groups and and cultural relativism anyway. So why do we need a 
why do we need a nation? Why do we need borders? Why do we need, you know, let, let's just, um, let's just let everybody in. And then how are we going to, how are we going to pay for healthcare? And, you know, I, I mean, we don't, we, not we, you and I, but as yeah. a culture, what? what has been pervade, especially again, in, in education is, you know, I, is the lack of understanding that ideas have consequences. If we're going to have an idea like, uh, you know, freedom means license, not the ability to do what I ought to do, then what's the logical conclusion of that lived out on Main Street in America, right? It, it means that, you know, our country falls, our country cracks at the foundations and, and falls apart. I, you know, I don't like to think of it, but I, I, I see that, that we're at least living at the early stages of that, if not, you know, well into the, you know, the process of that. Well, the Roman Empire fell, and unfortunately, these these empires fall because of the corruption and the moral decay from within, not from what's coming from the outside. And that's that's Absolutely. kind of what we're that's kind of what we're seeing. And I think, you know, you bringing out, uh, you know, these documents that people need to reread, people need to understand, uh, is really critical. So I appreciate you doing that. We're down to about the last last minute and a half, and I know you said you've been looking at some of the comments. How has the reaction to your article been as a whole? Um, yeah, you know, I think I think most of the comments were 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 not directed even so much at at my article, but just kind of tangential relations to it. Like, you know, again, there was the thing with the deists, and there was the thing with you know Jefferson himself, and then the you know it it, it you know how these things go yeah. in social media, right? One comment. Yeah you know, takes the, takes the whole conversation in another direction. And so, you know, I, I think, you know, starting out, it was mostly positive being, you know, being thanked for, um, you know, reminding us of these realities. And then, you know, again, you know, social media is a great Frankenstein of our age too, that, you know, it, it has the ability to, it could do great good, but, you know, the more we feed it, the more it kind of becomes poisonous. So, yeah. um, I, I, I try not to, to get too, um, wrapped up in all that but uh you know i i did and and thank you for again the opportunity to to be on your show and and share my perspective on this i i hope that uh, i hope that it'll cause some people to think and and share the good news of jesus christ and the good news of the natural law with with the people around them so how can people follow what you're doing derek i know you do have a website I do. My uh, website is uh, just my name, DerekRoddy.com. Um, I, I am on social media, uh, at Derek Roddy on Twitter. Respect Life Radio is produced by Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at RespectLifeRadio.com.